It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. Yes, it certainly is the national news. It's for week commencing March 19, 2023. And this week, WIA President and Director Scott Williams, VK3KJ. There'll be a lot more in this edition of news from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm editor Graham, VK4BB. This news originates from the Wireless Institute of Australia. Born to lead since 1910. This is WIA President and Director Scott Williams, VK3KJ. This week, the WIA wrote to all affiliated clubs and we were delighted to announce that the WIA has formally entered into a new insurance arrangement with our preferred insurance partner, Gibbs Insure, to provide insurance products and services to clubs. Gibbs Insure is a Victorian-based insurance broker and is part of the large, steadfast insurance network throughout Australia. Over the past three months, the WIA has reviewed the insurance needs of clubs and the way the arrangement has been previously administered through the WIA. What became clear is WIA-affiliated clubs had a broad range of insurance needs that extended from public and product liability insurance, association liability insurance incorporating professional indemnity, management liability insurance, volunteer workers insurance, general property insurance also covering equipment taken away from club rooms and a range of other insurance requirements. Overall, the new arrangement that has been put in place is price attractive and enables clubs to consolidate their insurance needs, making the administration of insurance far simpler. Affiliated clubs will now be able to liaise directly with Gibbs Insure and under our group buying arrangement, supported by 136 affiliated clubs, have access to a comprehensive range of insurance products and services. All WIA affiliated clubs who have previously pursued insurance through the old arrangement will find generally their policy expires at the end of this month, so clubs will need to act promptly if you wish to ensure continuity of insurance. All clubs are encouraged to carefully consider your insurance requirements and ensure adequate insurance is in place commensurate with your activities. The contact details for Gibbs Insure is published on the WIA website at wia.org.au under a recent posted news article. I'll now pass you back to Graham to continue with this week's broadcast. Stay safe and well. Best regards, Scott, VK3KJ. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's national news service. We are VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. Leading this week's international news from Region 1, hams in Europe the Middle East, Africa and Northern Asia are being asked to take the challenge of seeing into the future. Region 1 of the International Amateur Radio Union is inviting teams and individuals to engage in two types of brainstorming as part of the region's ham challenge competition. Both challenges are designed to inspire projects that increase awareness of amateur radio's vitality and relevance today. The first challenge asks hams to create projects that reach out to people who don't have a radio licence. 
The project could be a social media campaign, a video, a storyboard, or some other creative venture that showcases the power ham radio has in building friendships and expanding scientific knowledge. The second challenge focuses on a project that reaches out to other hams, showing the way amateur radio might look in 10 years. Entries in this part of the challenge can be a technology project, an experiment, or something else. All ideas should be sent to the IARU Region 1 by July. In other news, hackers disrupt Russian radio. Writing in ICQ podcast, Colin Butler says radio stations in several Russian cities were disrupted on the 22nd of February by the sound of air raid sirens and a warning of imminent missile strikes. The recordings of the broadcasts were shared on the social media network Telegram and reported on by Medusa. Medusa, an independent news agency now based in Latvia, was forced to move its operations out of Russia during the media crackdown that followed Russia's February 22nd invasion of Ukraine. EMACOM, the Russian Ministry for Civil Defence, Emergency Situations and Elimination of Consequences of Natural Disasters, confirmed the broadcasts in a statement on its Telegram channel, blaming an unspecified hacker attack on servers of a number of commercial radio stations in some regions of the country. According to a post by AV2 Radio, the hack was focused on satellite signals used to distribute programming. IMD at the Museum of Vintage Radio in Howth. It's 20 years since the late Pat Herbert founded the old hurdy-gurdy Museum of Vintage Radio in Howth. Echo India Zero Mike Alpha Romeo was established there that same year. In conjunction with IMD, International Marconi Day, which takes place on the 22nd of April, Pat's son Simon plans a day of celebration at the museum. The Mayor of Howth will also be in attendance. EI0MAR has always taken part in IMD. Martello Tower, in which the museum is located, is where Lee DeForest, the inventor of the triode valve, demonstrated his wireless telegraphy system to engineers at the British Post Office in 1903. Two years later, the Marconi Company set up an experimental wireless receiving station in the tower to monitor transmissions from a vessel sailing to different locations in the Irish Sea. In news from Region 2, automakers have replied to US Senator Ed Markey's letter urging them to maintain broadcast AM radio as a feature in electric vehicles and other future vehicles. But the auto industry's response by no means offers any guarantees that the senior band will remain in the dashboard going forward. Senator Marquis wrote in December to all the big automakers, Ford, General Motors, BMW and Kia among them. He asked for a thorough accounting of where AM radio receivers stand in the view of automakers and to inform him of any plans to discontinue access to AM in new cars. The auto industry response comes from the Alliance for Automotive Innovation and appears to be a resounding non-endorsement of AM radio. In fact, the letter makes no mention of the industry's intention of keeping AM radio intact in the dashboard. March 13, 2023, astronomers around the world marked the 10th anniversary of the inauguration of the Atacama Large Millimeter Submillimeter Array, ALMA, the world's largest radio telescope. 
Over the past decade, Alma has revolutionised our understanding of the universe and unveiled its secrets from the formation of planets, stars and galaxies to deciphering the chemistry of the cosmos and even taking part in capturing the first images of black holes. Alma consists of 66 antennas spread over up to 16 kilometres on a plateau of the Chilean Andes at 5,000 metres above sea level. The technology that makes the telescope special is born of an international collaboration of 21 countries from across North America, Europe and East Asia. And in news from Region 3, a very quiet month for intruders observed in our Region 3 last December. Just 61 observations, still that's a couple a day. Reports for December 2022 were contributed by ARSI, NZART and JARL, with 45 observations from ARSI, 12 observations from NZRT and 4 from Japan, the JARL. The most prominent intruder on the 40-metre band was a broadcast radio station from Ethiopia and in our 15-metre band, the over-the-horizon radar setups in China and Cyprus. A link in our text edition of WIA National News will take you directly to the IARU Monitoring Service reports this week. For VK1 WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with VK4 FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, Condus Wise 2023. While you are plugging along with the John Moyle Field Day contest this weekend, Many stations to our west are active in the Africa All-Mode International DX Contest. Their activity is on 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres, with CW, RITI and SSB, all wrapped up in the one test. But, joining me again this week is Dennis VK4AE, Contest Manager for the John Moyle Field Day 2023. As this news goes to air, the contest is nearing its completion and as many stations will still be active, I wish them well in the remainder of the contest. Logs have been arriving steadily. There does not seem to be as many as the number received at this point during the contest last year. It is highly recommended that once you have submitted your log, you should check a bit later that your call sign has been added to the list of logs received. If your call is not on the list, then it might not have been received. A couple of logs have been submitted as a PDF, which is just a picture and contains no more useful information to the contest than a picture of a flower as the data is not accessible electronically and hence unusable to me. In the same way, a couple of logs were submitted using a Cabrillo format that does not contain all of the information required by the John Moylefield Day VHF UHF rules and requires much extra work by the contest manager to attempt to fix these logs. Timely, to remind you all that while there is not a lot of time left to submit your logs, it will pass quickly and the final date is the 7th of April 2023. 
2023. This is required by the very long lead times now for the AR magazine. Following this date, all of the logs will be processed and the results prepared and made available soon after. The results will be shown on the WIA contest page as soon as they are ready. So check that your call is on the list, resend the log if it's not. It might be a good idea to submit your log now, as you never know what can happen to delay you in the next few days. Thanks, Dennis. Now the Yota contest, youngsters on the air. First round will take place 22nd of April, 0800 hours to 1959 hours UTC. May 6th, Saturday, Harry Angel Memorial Sprint. The duration of the contest is 106 minutes, one minute for each year of Harry's life. The Harry Angel Memorial Sprint has been run annually since 1999. It is usually held on the first Saturday in May each year. 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. May 2021. And VK2 WI News remind us that the Don Edwards Memorial Slow Moors Contest begins the weekend after Mother's Day. 80 metre section, Saturday 20th of May, 6 to 9pm Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday 21st of May, 1 to 4pm Sydney time. June 24, 25, Winter VHF UHF Field Day. Over 100 hours UTC, Saturday 24, to 0059 hours UTC, Sunday 25. But in VK6, add 3 hours on to start and end times. June weekend, prior to the second Monday of June, VK Shires. Also make a mental note that the 2023 QRP day happens June 17. IARU HF World Championship Contest takes place the second full weekend of July, beginning 1200 hours UTC Saturday and ending 1200 hours UTC Sunday, July 8 and 9. All licensed amateurs worldwide are eligible to participate in this contest, as the objective is to contact as many other amateurs as possible, especially IAU member society HQ stations around the world using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. Now let's open the DX window. GB1PAT and GB2PAT are the special call signs for members of the Bush Valley Amateur Radio Club in use all of March as they celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Three certificates are available for making contact with both call signs on different bands. QSL via logbook of the world only. Luca, HB9OBD is active holiday style as D44KIT from Sal Island. IOTA number AF086, Cape Verde, until the 5th of April. Listen for him on SSB and FT8 on 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. QSL via LTW, EQSL or via EB7DX. Hero, JF1OCQ is in the Kamora Islands. IOTA number AF007, where he is on the air as D67AA until Wednesday, using CW, SSB and the digital modes on 160 to 10 metres. QSL via LATW will direct to his home call. India, 
Special Event Station AT2G20 is QRP until June 2 to promote greater international cooperation through amateur radio in conjunction with the G20 Summit to be held in New Delhi, September 9 and 10. QSL via operator's instructions. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Who listens to radio? This is Andrew, VK1DA. I'm Angelo, VK2NWT. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is John Siemens, VK3JLS. This is Chris, VK3FY. Robert Thompson, VK4TFN here. This is Alan, VK4Sierra November. To the Kinews workbench where, yep, we measure twice, cut once. The Ballon Buildathon. After a long absence, they are coming back. Saturday, the 11th of June at VK2WI Quarry Road, Dural. You'll have the choice of constructing a 1 to 1 or a 4 to 1 ballon from a kit. You can also order high quality Kevlar antenna wire. All items must be pre ordered and paid for on the day. Now, for inquiries or bookings, you can contact the phone number or the email address shown on the text edition of this, the VK1WIA National News Service. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3GTV. Cole. Hello, welcome to the segment. Just ahead of special interest group news, some wireless weather. The current solar cycle 25 far exceeds the predictions of the international panel convened for this purpose in 2019. The solar cycle is important in determining the lifetime of satellites in low Earth orbit because satellite drag correlates with the solar cycle. In addition, the forecast gives a rough idea of the frequency of space weather storms of all kinds, from radio blackouts to geomagnetic storms to radiation storms, and is used by many to estimate the expected impact of space weather in the coming years, including we radio amateurs. Now it's Worldwide Special Interest Group News, Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air, and other adventure groups. And there are adventures, and there are adventures. In Locator Square IO37DO, Rockall, IOTA EU189, has been visited by 110 people only during the past two centuries, and only five of them are known to have spent the night on the rock. Led by Cam Cameron using the call sign MM0UKI, intrepid serial activators, Nobby Styles, G0VJG on SSB, and Emil Bergman, DL8JJ slash LZ2EN on CW, will take a pair of FT-857s, a spare KX-2, spider beams, verticals and a generator atop the 784 square metre rock, barely 17 metres above the water at its highest point. Nobby and Emil will leave from Scotland for Rockall on the 26th of May and plan to operate on 40 metres and up, also on 2 metres SSB and CW from the platform the size of a balcony while secured with climbing gear. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Astronomy. 
Visible light is just one part of the electromagnetic spectrum that astronomers use to study the universe. With more, Bruce, VK3FFF, joins us. The James Webb Space Telescope was built to see infrared light. Other space telescopes capture X-ray images and observatories like the Green Bank Telescope, the Very Large Array, the Atacama Large Millimeter Array and dozens of other observatories around the world work at radio wavelengths. On October 4, 1957, the Soviet Union launched Sputnik into orbit. As the small satellite circled the globe, amateur radio enthusiasts all over the world were able to pick up the radio signals it was beaming back to Earth. Since that historic flight, wireless signals have become part of almost every aspect of modern life from aircraft navigation to Wi-Fi, and the number of satellites has grown exponentially. The more radio transmissions there are, the more challenging it becomes to deal with interference in radio quiet zones. Existing laws do not protect these zones from satellite transmitters, which can have devastating effects. In one example, transmissions said to be from an Iridium satellite completely obscured the observations of a faint star made in a protected band allocated to radio astronomy. Oh, and whilst gazing to the heavens, a solar eclipse visible in much of Australia will occur on the 20th of April. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Digital Last week, our editor, Graham, VK4BB, told us of the substantial grant to the FreeDV team by ARDC. FreeDV, you'll recall, is that project where VK5DGR is a leading light in its development. To advance the state of the art in HF Digital Voice and to promote its use, the Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, award is over some 630000 Australian dollars. With these dollars, the FreeDV project team will, among other things, hire experienced digital signal processing developers to work with the volunteer staff to improve speech quality and improve low signal-to-noise ratio operation, making FreeDV performance superior to single sideband over poor high-frequency channels, and work with commercial HF radio companies to embed FreeDV into at least two commercial radios, greatly reducing setup effort and reducing latency. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Dubai. The Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center has revealed how the UAE's second astronaut, Sultan Al Nayadi, KI-5VTV, will bring the wonder of outer space to classrooms and communities in their country during his six-month-long historic Longer Space Expedition by an Arab. Over the course of 20 weeks, students will follow KO5VTV, El Nayadi, on his groundbreaking space journey aboard the ISS. They will also hear from authors, space experts and fellow astronauts, Hazar El Mansouri and Nura El Matrushi, as they discuss the various challenges of working in space and the innovations that help overcome them. Alec, VK2APC, has more. Yes, a new website. Along with 13 live calls and 10 ham radio calls have been announced as part of the community outreach program of the Sultan Space Expedition. The website, titled ELF in Space, will be the platform through which he will interact with students. 
MBRSC said episodes will be released weekly, with each episode focusing on a different topic to help students connect the dots between what they learn in class and its impact on their lives and the world around them. Extra activities and resources will also be available for download each week to keep students engaged and propel their own explorations of the subject. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Now back over to you, Cole. Thanks, Alec. Now we have many a volunteer here on VK1 WIA News, but even today, Alec has not let us down with his story. And today, of all days, he may have had an excuse. You see, today is Alec's 13th birthday. Congratulations, you old-timer-to-be. Still with the ISS, and it's received another regular cargo delivery, essential for keeping the station's seven-person crew supplied with experiments, consumables and equipment during its operation in low-Earth orbit. This mission, CRS-27, lifted off from the Kennedy Space Center. A notable payload on this flight is a ball clamp monopod manufactured by students that can simplify filming in space. However, this is not the only payload on CRS-27 that students have been involved in, with experiments from Canadian and German universities on board. NASA's Alana Educational Launch of Nanosatellite's 50 mission flew a pair of CubeSats aboard this CRS-27. ArcSat-1, developed by the University of Arkansas, is a CubeSat that's equipped with an LED light. The light will be activated, and a spectrometer on the ground will conduct orbit-to-ground atmospheric measurements by tracking the light. ArcSat-1 will also attempt to deorbit itself at the end of its mission with a solid-state inflation balloon. Inflating the SSIB would increase the atmospheric drag on the satellite, causing it to deorbit sooner than it otherwise would. If this technology works, it can be used to deorbit CubeSats at the end of their useful lives, preventing additional space junk from cluttering low-Earth orbit. Another one new CubeSat that is part of Alana 50 is LightCube, a cooperative effort between Arizona State University, CETYS University in Mexico, and Vega Space Systems. Like ArcSat-1, LightCube will have a powerful light as its main payload. In this case, LightCube is equipped with a flashbulb that can be controlled by amateur radio operators. And that wraps up the segment for me for this week. Till next time, stay safe. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia... From VK1WIA, you're tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia National News Service from Wattle Park, Adelaide, South Australia. It can be heard on 1843 kHz in the 160 metre band at 9am Central Standard Time on Sunday mornings. I'm Colin, VK5XY, and you are welcome to join our callback after the broadcast. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au 2023 social scene and then we're out of here. And all clubs are welcome to submit text with audio for this section. And details of all WIA affiliated clubs and societies can be found on the WIA website. WIA .org.au and that includes email addresses and website links. Two for all of VK WIA AGM May 13 it happens at 10:30 a.m. 
It is still proposed for Canberra, but still no word on it, a hybrid event conducted both in person and by video streaming. And in Hobart in November, November 4-5, it's a Lara meet. Now in VK3, two gatherings of note. VK3, the Antenna Palooza at Druin West, April 15 and 16, and May 6, the Moorabbin Hamfest. To VK4, where two gatherings to take place this year. The first in VK4, it's Redcliffe and the Redfest, particularly those grey nomads travelling the Great East. Here's a guy to tell you all about Redfest. Greetings from the Redcliffe and Districts Radio Club, VK4RC, right here on South East Queensland. Robert Thompson, VK4TFN here. The Redcliffe Club will hold our Hamfest on Saturday the 1st of April 2023 at 9am at St Michael's College, Caboolture. Please mark the date in the calendar on your mobile phone. There will be raffle prices. Breakfast is served at 8am. Redfest opens at 9am at $5 admission. Go to www.redcliffradioclub.org.au. We're also on Facebook. It'll be a good day out. We look forward to seeing you. Thank you. And 73 is from the Redcliffe and District Radio Club, VK4RC. From Redcliffe to the sunny coast. The last one for VK4 this year. VK4, September 9. It's Sunfest, put on by the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. It's at Mountain Creek State School, and that's just off the Sunshine Motorway to the west of Mooloolaba. And finally, to VK5. VK5, Sir Convention, Fox Hunting Championships, June 10 to 11. Now till next we meet, I am Graham, VK4 Baker Baker, reminding you, as always, walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.